Welcome to the Nintendo Power Zone, a video cast slash podcast dedicated to bringing you the best Nintendo related topics. I'm your host, Nice, and joining me today is my co host, Blues, and we may have Jada Winsong on in a little bit. You never know. It's always a surprise with this. Uh, and yo, it's been a while since we've been together, you know? Mm hmm, for sure. It's you been. Is this the first time since 2021 that we've been together? Oh, yeah. We haven't. It, it's been a very hectic year, a new job, and. Yeah, I just don't have the same kind of time that I used to. But you know what? You know what else has been even longer since we recorded an episode of this podcast? A, a traditional Nintendo, Nintendo Direct. Direct. A regular Nintendo Direct. Not a Direct Mini. Not a little partner showcase. It's been a while since there's been a traditional Nintendo Direct. Since the f- last traditional Nintendo Direct, it's been 540 days. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. You think our schedule is bad, <laughs> but guess what? Earlier this week, Nintendo did drop a 50-minute uh, Nintendo Direct highlighting more than 20 games, which is awesome. Now, normally we'd cover the majority of them, but mm-hmm. try something a little bit different. Instead of covering the entire Direct, I think we should just focus on something a little different. Let's just cover the games uh, that we found really interesting in this Direct. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of reveals, so I just think boiling it down to our top games might make for a better flowing you know episode and yeah i think for the most part nintendo fans are pretty excited about the games that we decided to discuss because you know as a podcast we're a pretty diverse group of like fans and what we enjoy so i definitely think we'll be touching on a little bit of what everybody may want to hear about um minus animal crossing because no I, I just don't do it we don't do animal crossing on this show just kidding. i mean we do <laughs> but no one here likes it the current game as much anymore. Uh, but yeah, so we've beaten around the bush enough. Let's go ahead and talk about the biggest reveals from the Nintendo Direct. Uh, let's start with Pyro and Mithra and Smash. Because, yeah. yeah, that's a fairly big reveal. And weird that Pyro and Mithra versus Rex. I mean, I'm so glad Rex didn't make it, though. Oh, I you're a hater. don't I don't like Rex because they, they almost redeemed for like 70% of the story, he's just awful character. They give him like this good redeeming moment uh where where he he gets the cool outfit change and his bad character design becomes a cool character design. And then he just is still an idiot. He's still just a dumbass. And it's, <laughs> I don't know. Well not stand for this blasphemy and this podcast. I love Rex. Rex is Far superior to Shulk. Shulk's a whiny bitch. Whiny bitch, but at least he's not, like, too much of a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? I'd rather be dumb than a crybaby. And Shulk's a big crybaby who doesn't keep his shirt on for some reason. Um, no, it's a cool reveal, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. Xenoblades Chronicles 2, heavy focus on the blades. Uh, obviously, Pyra and Mithra being the... Uh, the crux of the actual story itself in that mm-hmm. game. Like uh, they're the thing that sets the story in motion. Uh, the reveal that Pyra and Mithra are one of the same and how uh, Mithra was no Pyra. Yeah. No Mithra was put away because she was too dangerous. And I love that game. I think it's a cool reveal. Uh, her moveset uh, looks pretty good. I don't know how rewinding time is going to work. Uh, I was talking to Mario after party uh, about her reveal a little bit earlier. And what he uh, mentioned to me is something I have to put out there. This is the first time since Zelda slash Sheik that you get a transforming character. Pokemon they, trainer. 
Oh yeah, Pokemon Trainer. Yeah, but but Pokemon Trainer is weird in the sense that it's a three. It's three, but like we haven't seen that mechanic. Yeah. For an individual character in a, in a little while, and Pokemon uh, Trainer is returning in a sense. He's not like a new character, so we're gonna get well, a new still character after Zelda and Sheik. That's true. Uh, it's weird though. I, I, you know, Zelda and Sheik were split for a very specific yeah. reason to flesh out their move sets. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder if uh, the Pyro slash Mithra move sets will be something that needs to be because obviously you're losing an input command, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That other characters will have. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how she's implemented into the game. Um, obviously, we all know that when new characters come in the game, they they're really good at first. Then they get nerfed to shit, uh, except for Bayonetta. As well as people learn how to play against them. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. I think it's a cool reveal. The character design looks good. I didn't like the reveal trailer. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm going to be real honest. The reveal trailer bummed me out in the sense that it looks so much like Xenoblade 2 that I actually thought that there was like a side game coming out initially. I was like, oh, shit, wait, Yeah, like wait. a sequel to 2. Exactly, but then I'm listening yeah. to the story. I was like, but this story sounds shit. Like, why? Like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 has such a good story, and mm-hmm. then this trailer is like, oh, Mithra's gone, so is Pyra, and and I need to go find them, and that's not a story. I mean, it, it, it is a story, but the issue is that Pyra and Mithra are good characters, and Rex isn't. And so by removing the removing the good characters from the story, at least temporarily, there's no reason to play, right? Um, I, I think there could be something Sakurai there, though, probably, where... I was going to say, Sakurai probably does hate Rex because he he limited him to just final uh, Smash status. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, wow, I think cool. also Pyramithra are just cooler, you know. Who she's not even play? the best blade in the game. No, she's not by far. Mia but is the best she's blade most important in the, in the story, nonetheless. She's oh, okay. Rex's main blade. Like after you know, once Nia becomes available, you do not oh, need one hundred percent. Yeah, Nia's like, all the it. way. But like Nia, number one bay. Yeah, said it. you heard it here on the Nintendo Power Zone podcast. I Better mean, costume for that character too. But but regardless, right? Uh, I, I I dig the choice of Pyrus slash Mithra. Um. They're cool. I'm really excited for the music that we're getting. I do. I had a friend tell me, "Do you think we will get music from Xenoblade Chronicles X as well?" Because I'm that's my favorite music in the in the series so far. Uh, X two then one in terms of music for me. Um, you will know our name is X? already in Smash, correct? What you will know our name? That song from um, uh, Xenoblade One. That's already yeah. In that's Smash. already in yeah, but not for because there's a different version of it in Xenoblade Two. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't remember which version is in Smash now, or if it's like a newly orchestrated version specifically for Smash. Either way, uh, not a huge fan of uh, the stage. Uh, if I'm being That's honest, okay. it, it's it's very average, even amongst like mm-hmm. you know the Smash stages. Like you know, because oh, we have to have stages that are competitive. Uh, we we can't do anything different for the you know because the fan base of bitches and moans. Mm-hmm. Look, Smash community. I both love and hate you, and I, and I hate your ability to, like, diversify the stage selection. So I see you guys playing on this stage all the damn time. I I feel like this was one of the few chances they should have taken, because all of the previous uh, DLC stages, that's the word, DLC stages, have been fairly tame. I would say that, like, Joker's uh, Mementos is, like, the only 
crazy stage we got, I want to say, um, in terms of, like, anything cool happening. Um, and even then, it's fairly tame, right? This was our chance to get, like, uh, Gower Plains and have not Metal Face, but uh, what could he get from Xenoblade 2? Um, not Rayquaza. What's the, what's the Rayquaza-looking dragon that guards the world tree's name? I don't know. But Malos could have could have come on Jin. I don't know. You had so many options of stage hazards that could have acted as Metal Face. <laughs> but nothing. It's you just know, a guided tour, which is it's cool. You know. uh, yeah, honestly, I, I'm kind of just bummed because I, I, I expected more from the stage. Because, man, there are just so many good areas in Xenoblade uh, Chronicles 2 that, that it's explored, like the Ice Tundra, right? Would have mm -hmm. loved to do that, and then stage hazards could be like those uh those those big wolf beasts that attack you mm -hmm. as you make your way through that specific region. Game. I haven't played that game in so long; I've forgotten more about yeah. it. Than, but then mob I, names forget are very forgetful. I want to say, yeah. But you know what? Overall, I, I like the reveal of Mithra and Pyra. Um, I like to see the returning mechanic of uh you know. Mm -hmm. Basically, a character swap in the middle yeah. of a match. They took it away from Zelda and Sheik just so they could give it to Pirate Mithra to make them <laughs> cool and unique. Apparently so. All right, but you know, there's not a whole lot of meat there. A uh, character does drop in March with the stage. Uh, so if you did subscribe to the uh, expansion pass, Fighters Pass too, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Just wait for it, cause you know when she drops, go ahead and load her. Let's see how good she actually is. Mm -hmm. Let's see if she how well she break. See how much she breaks the mechanics of the game as it is. I mean, right now. it's just two anime sword fighters in one. Let's be real. Okay, it's that's the other downside, right? There's got another big sword. sword big sword goes swing. Big sword goes swing again. Counter, and then there's more variations of the swing when you swap to the other big titty girl. <laughs> All right, so I, <laughs> on Big Titty Girl, let's go ahead and move on to the yeah, next yeah. topic. Mario Golf Super Rush. Mario Golf is back. Mm -hmm. I am hella excited. One of my favorite spinoff games from the 64 era. Hasn't got love in a while. I think the last game was for the 3DS. Uh, or, or the yeah. DS. Was it? It was 3DS. It, and uh, wasn't the best Mario Golf game, although the multiplayer functionality in that game, pretty decent. Uh, Super Rush mode looks amazing to me. Yeah, Speed uh, Golf. Mm -hmm. That just looks like super goofy, fun chaos that embodies what Mario Golf should be. For exactly, sure. right? Because, you mm -hmm. know, the Mario Sports title in, in, in general, they have always mm -hmm. been about, like, let's ruin traditional sports. Right? Uh, like, With uh, power-ups. Essentially, exactly. it's sports, but we give them power-ups, and there's no balance whatsoever. Like, uh, Super Strikers, such a good mm -hmm. Mario spinoff. I need to see Super Strikers return. I, I know, right? With some That's definitely my favorite. Um, but looking at Mario Golf, I was pleasantly surprised at like how much more advanced this series has got. Because mm -hmm. I was looking at it, I was like, wow, like, there are some mechanics here that you know are have... Are more in place when you look at a traditional uh, golf, golf game. simulator. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you look at like you know, um, Tiger Woods, those old games, and I know they mm -hmm. don't make them anymore. Um, but they had gotten to the point where, yeah, they weren't even games anymore. They were legit simulators. And I don't know what the like number one tiered golf game is now, but this looked like golf story. Like it looks like it was pretty much rivaling those old older style golf games. Mm -hmm. But then you see that super rush mode, that speed golf, whatever. 
That looks incredible. It looks That's incredible. But the thing that sold me on this, I, I gotta say, is the story mode. Because yeah. it's like what since Mario Advance, the first time since Mario Advance, we see the return of RPG, essentially, uh, Mario Golf, which I, I love golf RPGs. Golf story was so good. <laughs> and I have so many fond memories of Advance Tour on my Game Boy Advance. It was wonderful. And I'm really glad to see that specifically return. So I, I'm excited about the story mode. Mm -hmm. The thing that gets me a little bit is we're back to me's and I know yeah. we're not, we're, we, we, ha we don't really have a place to talk about this in our show notes, but look like Nintendo was doing a lot of refocusing on me's as an avatar again uh, with the, uh, what is it? It wasn't me. me uh, I was going to say Mitomo, it's Mitopia. With the, yeah. yeah, bringing Mitopia to the switch and giving that mm -hmm. game a second life, not really like where I'm looking for it, but it's kind of cool to see that, but it's also like, Maybe we need a new design for avatars at this point because you've yeah. done a pretty good job with the switch of removing us from the me. Like now we have, you know, who does anybody use their me as their character icon when they set up a switch profile anymore? I, I had mine for a bit, but then I swapped to, you know, a more one of the characters from one of the games. Like right now, I, mean, I think I have Mario. So, so if I can just sort of give a little two cents there. I think the fact that in the Miitopia remake, they specifically give you makeup and wig options is the big red flag that maybe not do away with Mii's, but like overhaul creator. Like in the Switch version, we got like multiple hair colors and that was really cool, but they just need to overhaul it. You can keep Mii's, but give us more options and, you know, maybe just add a bit more to the Mii's because it's a very dated design right now you see but so i i love everything about the aesthetics of mario golf mm -hmm. so far right everything yeah. we've seen looks amazing right you know they've got like semi-realistic things but you know they've it's done in a way that the mario characters don't look out of place yeah but then the me in the story mode looks looks way out of place i'm like what happened mm -hmm. here and specifically not only does it look out of place it looks soulless compared to everything else like all of the ocs which i know mario games just don't really do ocs anymore but all of the ocs in the original uh, mario golf gba games at least were really really cool as well as most of like most of the campaign didn't even star mario characters in the original mario golf games yeah so I, it would be neat if we got a new version of the me editor that was more in line with Mario as yeah. a whole, like just give you some like. If I could make... create true to life, Mar not true to life, but true to model Mario in the Me Maker, that's what we should aim for, right? Yeah, or at least give me something that I can create, like a Marioized version of myself, right? Yeah, that's what the that Me is. But yeah, aside from that, not a whole lot of like gameplay stuff revealed as of yet, and I do yeah. have the official website up, but. I do mm -hmm. like things about it. Yeah. yeah, I definitely hope that there's a bit more modes. And I really, really hope that there's more courses because I need better courses. These courses look very bland. And that's my biggest con concern. Exactly. Right? Yeah, right now, yeah, I, I feel like uh, they're holding some stuff back from us. Uh, mm -hmm. But again, there's some things that control schemes, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, a traditional controller mm -hmm. is you know, still the best option. Obviously they have the motion, motion controls. Yeah. The motion yeah. control thing we've, we've, we've run past that gimmick a while now because we had mm -hmm. these mechanics on the, Wii. um, 
nobody plays like that really. Uh, I don't know why Nintendo sh keeps continues to shoehorn the actual scene mechanics. Now, granted, unless the uh, HD Rumble feels like super phenomenal in this game, I see no reason to continue with the motion controls. I still uh, kind of appreciate the novelty, honestly, because golf was like the golf and bowling, I guess, were the most control sports. Um, and I appreciate it for golf. I think it's very intuitive and makes a lot of sense. But it's definitely also not really needed and even wanted. But I appreciate the keep it in. I do like the novelty. So I'm going into this game like really um, expecting a lot because I mm -hmm. really did enjoy uh, the last Mario game that Camelot did, which was Mario Tennis. Yeah. Uh, the Aces. Mario Tennis on the Switch, Aces, yes. Wait, wait, was it Aces? Yeah, Aces. It was, yeah. Aces was phenomenal. Like, I got mm. so much play out of Mario Tennis Aces. It was way better. Now, the story mode didn't have the, the difficulty that I wanted, mm -hmm. and I do hope Mario Golf's difficulty really ramps things up. But I did enjoy the hell out of that game, and mm -hmm. it was really fun to play online because the online actually worked fairly decently in that game. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously the couch co-op, again, phenomenal. So I... And this game has both of those options, online play, couch co-op. Now, I think the Super Rush mode is where things will be a little, based on just Nintendo's network as it yeah. stands, that's where I think it's not going to mm -hmm. work as great as we want it to online. But You're just going to be a PowerPoint presentation. And it's already, golf is a long game as is. So that's that's rough, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I hope they work some kinks out. Uh, Camelot, mm -hmm. them, I hope they are able to work some kinks out so that we get, like, a smooth operating Super Rush mode for online play because would, I would be really bummed if that was limited strictly to couch co-op, especially when you're offering, mm -hmm. you know, up to four players online and it looks that much fun. Mm -hmm, for sure. Uh, but, yeah. Also, uh, all the characters have really nice drip for golf. I love it. Since So in Aces, they got all the tennis drip, but the Bowser's khakis. Mwah. Bowser's I did like the outfits. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I want unlockable outfits because uh, that was really dope in uh, Aces where you could go. I need that part of base game because they didn't add that to like three or four months down the line. That yeah. You got costumes. And it was like, why weren't these in from base game? Well, wasn't the Mario and Luigi traditional costumes like free yeah. for like early access? If, if you played the, the test demo. punch or yeah, yeah, just the demo, right? Test punch is on side. I forgot what te test serve. I don't know what they called it. They always give it weird <laughs> names. Um, but if you played the demo, essentially, yeah, um, you got the traditional outfits. But other than that, uh, you had to wait until after they released like all the extra costumes, which they'd only release like once a month, and then they started giving. They added a new mode to unlock uh, the palette swaps, mm -hmm. and it's like this game no one plays this anymore. So these should, should have been in from the beginning. I don't know. Yeah. So tournament mode, right? That's got to come back. Gotta sure. come back because I can see That's like golf staple for Mario Golf, like yeah. just hardcore like online tournament. You know, twelve people playing yeah. in brackets of four. That could be. I mean, speed golf probably won't work great, even no matter how much work Camelot puts in. But golf, you can't fuck up online golf because it's you do it turn by turn. It's it's a turn based strategy game at that point, and you just have to render that person's turn. It shouldn't have any issues. So I will say, gotta be there. 
as excited as I am about the return of Mario Golf, I also think that this trailer didn't give us a whole lot of the wacky that mm -hmm. Mario Golf and Mario Tennis have For traditionally sure. been, right? Mm -hmm. Those games are wacky and they're crazy and they're silly, and that's what keeps that's what keeps them apart from your traditional golf mm -hmm. game. Everything they showed in the direct gave me the vibe of a traditional golf game. I was like, yeah. I know you're holding something back, and maybe you want to do like something like a like a separate direct for it at a later mm -hmm. time, or you know, here's a showcase thing that we're doing. But I wish you would have showed me something a little bit more intuitive as to what uh, as to what we're going to see in the game yeah. itself. But aside from that, character models look great. Courses don't look that bad. Um, Super Rush mode looks like it's going to be a blast. Yeah. And I'm just hella excited. I know. Um, just want to touch on that last point. Camelot for like has been on this trend where their Mario sports games have just been getting less and less wacky. Um, with the exception of Aces. So I don't think there wasn't a Mario Golf game on Wii, surprisingly, and they just gave us power tennis again. I think instead of a Mario Wii tennis. Um, and so since. Those games didn't exist. The other ones we got were on 3DS. Open yeah, New and... Control Power Tennis came out on the Wii. Yeah, New Control, New Play Control came out on yeah. Wii. Yeah. Well, they just added um, the motion control. They did the same with Donkey mm -hmm. Kong because they didn't bring back the bongos. Yeah, but but they didn't give us anything for Mario Golf. Um, but no, no, Mario Golf's been on the shelf for years. But the uh, GameCube ones were great, wonderful, and then we got them on 3DS, and the 3DS games just weren't wacky or weird in any way ultra smash on wii u as someone who had wanted to give camel the benefit of doubt in ultra smash it was not fun there was nothing to do but there was nothing wacky other than just a mega mushroom and it was just I, pure I'm, I'm tennis sim. i had written i had written camelot off long ago because of what they did to mario party mm -hmm. they they took mario party well, aren't, isn't nd cube mario party hmm. I thought no, it was NDQ, and then Camelot does the sports games. I don't remember. Honestly, I don't remember. Not you know what? I know Hudson made a few of the Mario Party games. Yeah. I think I'm Hudson made up. the good ones on GameCube as well as the ones that we stood over on N64. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I still have scars on my hands from Mario um, Party. Yeah, NDQube makes Mario Party and Wii Party as well as they made F Zero Maximum Velocity. I don't and know. Which they made Clubhouse game Games. Didn't play that one either. Not gonna lie, I, I don't have a lot of time for the for party style games anymore. Anyway, yeah, for sure. And then what you know how, what but, they became. But Camelot's not not to blame. They're the to blame for Ultra Smash, but not for Mario Party. You know, you know, a sport game needs to come back. Strikers. No. Well, besides Hoops three on three, three on three. Yeah. Yep, Hoops three. I've been begging for that for ages. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Square, get on it. I mean, Squares right. makes mix games now. They made Spar the sports mix on three DS, right, as well as the Wii one. Or did, or did, maybe Camelot made the 3DS one with the horses. I feel like Camelot did did that one, and okay. I don't, I don't. But even they like made the dodgeball one on Wii. Square made that one. Okay. All right, now it's time to get into a, a little something that I think everybody wants to talk about just a little bit because it is the much anticipated sequel to uh, Octopath Traveler, and right away we get another strange name. Project they strategy. suck at naming anything. Well, we got like, brave, brave beyond all 
Beyond uh, just like the titles of games, it's everything within the games has a sh really dumb name. You know what? Soul I, Iron War. I hope this follow. game sticks. You know what? Because yeah, it it, should we've, got, we've gotten to the point now where every one of their names has supposed to be like working title. Working title, yeah. And then the actual, at some point, they're just going to have to release a game called Working Title. <laughs> because that's what it is. No, and then the systems in the game are called the working system and the in the title system. Exactly. No, but you know what? I hope the name sticks just because you know they've done it a few times already, right? We've yeah. got multiple Bravely Default games. Off I the mean, Path Traveler. This is probably one that will change, at least a little bit. But I love it. I mean, I, I, like Triangle Tactics might be the final name they go with, or something. I know, right? Oh, I'm excited to see Square working on a tactics-based game again. Mm -hmm. All right. Like Final Fantasy Tax, uh, Tactics, one of my all-time favorites. I know it's not a high up on a lot of people's tier list as far as like strategy games for you know made by Square, mm -hmm. but I love them, and to see it done in that art style, which is what's it been four years now, three years now uh, since that about three years. Well, so it came out in 2018, 2018 because it was right. revealed uh well i guess it was revealed in 2016 or was it no 2017 2017 yeah, it was the january thing in 2017 yeah, yeah. and so, then the, yeah so the art style it's not new anymore right no but it's, it's still something that is scarce it's like i cannot see that and not mm -hmm. think about how gorgeous it actually is like, it's yeah. so vivid and retro and new and it's yeah. I don't. I'm pretty sure they can make a dating simulator look like that, and I and I'd be drawn yeah. to it just because that art style looks really good. Or uh, like I, a Harvest Moon sim for sure. I would yeah. play that. If it well, I haven't like had a chance to play the demo yet. I do have it mm -hmm. downloaded. Um, but if it's any bit as good as Octopath Traveler, I'm pretty sure we have another hit in our hands. Uh, who's the H2D2? HD 2D, HD yeah. 2D. yeah. And, and specifically, it says the next series in the trailer, it says like the next installment in the HD 2D series. Yeah. So that gives me hope this is one a series, but it's also almost like Final Fantasy where they're not connected, right? Mm -hmm. Where they're all just different stories, but they're yeah, all like it's a art sequel, style. but it's like sequel in the loosest of terms, sequel, right? Yeah, only like, the art style is cohesive. Yeah, exactly. But you know, how many Final Fantasy games did we live through? Uh, that looked exactly the same, but different characters, different universe, all of them, right? Like mm -hmm. they all have like, as you know, for the first six, they all look aesthetically the same. Well, first five, mm -hmm. six on the Super Nintendo, but you know, aesthetically, they all look the same. And even the Super Nintendo version, while it did look a, a, a large, better by a, a wide margin, it still like maintained like that art style that we had somewhat gotten yeah. used to by that point. It's not until 7 that there's a clear deviation in where those games go graphically, but then you have uh, 7, 8, and 9, which are just gradual build, you know, they're gradually building to get better, but they maintain mm -hmm. that, like, Nomura, like, design style, yeah. right? Uh, but this looks good. I, like, I can't vouch for the story yet. I can't wait to try the demo, but if it's any bit as good as Octopath Traveler, you got a hit on your hands, right? And now we're starting. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. I'm, a, I'm starting to hope that Nintendo starts to see like the benefit of these games and like trying to make sure because Octopath's going everywhere now, right? It's already on PC. It's coming to the other consoles. I think Nintendo needs to do something 
to incentivize keeping these games exclusive mm. to the platform, right? Like, I almost want to say, because so many of the this specific studio's games have been uh, specifically, at least if not exclusively, time exclusively on Nintendo Switch platform, or Nintendo platforms, yeah, from Default, Bravely Default 1 and 2, or Bravely 2nd, I guess, because 2 yeah. is different. Yeah, because um, 2 is coming out in a month. Yeah. Um, but, and then off the path and now this, I think they just need to strike a deal with Square. They just own the studio now. <laughs> like it's Nintendo studio. Yeah. Um, it's like everything they do does seem to turn to gold mm-hmm. on Nintendo platform. Now I know like the brotherly default default games, they are, um, they're very niche, right? Like you have to I'd be a certain. So. You have to be a certain type of RPG fan to enjoy them, but they're good games. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they're, they're either notoriously easy or notoriously difficult, just depending on your playstyle. Um, as well as just grindy in general, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but you always have the option of you don't grind and you can suffer for it, right? Yeah. But yeah, looks gorgeous. Love the fact that it's a tactics game because, you know what? I'm glad that they made the cautious decision to step away from turn based. Like, we mm-hmm. did a turn base. Yeah. So now we do a strategy. fresh. Right? Visually so what's still cool, repeated, but still cool, but fresh gameplay. So my uh, the way I see it, if this is a series of games, mm-hmm. where do you go from there? Third game would be an RTS. Mark my words. RTS. Ooh. Okay. All I'd right. love to see how they work that with the uh, HTTP style. Yeah. Yeah, that could be dope. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm calling it now. I'm making this prediction. If they get a third game uh, on a Nintendo platform, RTS. Because I think that's you got to keep evolving where this series goes, right? I mean, I was kind of thinking an ARPG or just an adventure more a title, but so limiting the characters from eight to what is it? I think we saw like uh, four primary or three, three or four. So there's three paths in this time triangle strategy, right? Uh There's three paths. Yeah, like. I'm glad that the focus has shifted to uh, be a smaller selection of characters. I, yeah. It'll probably make for better storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, big, one of the big complaints I hear about Octopath is that not every character's story is interesting. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, some of the characters even start off with, like, very basic stories, mm-hmm. like things that we've seen in RPGs since RPGs were a thing, right? And, I mean... No one's accusing this studio of ever reinventing the wheel. They just yeah. do the wheel really well and have a couple new things here and there. Right, they kind of did reinvent the wheel to a degree visually. Right? I mean, yeah, visually, they're very good at reinventing the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I'm excited. Now. Uh, I was, I think, I was more surprised that they didn't like go the obvious route, just say Octopath Traveler Two. But it's it's clear that they're they're very specifically trying to be different with this game from Octopath, and mm-hmm. I, I like it. I like it, yep. and more games in this art style, and uh, please, more games in this art style. Oh, and another diorama um, collector's Yeah, edition. the um, pop-up book is really, really yes. cool. I, they've got to do a pop-up book, and it's got to be in my collection. It's If they do the pop-up book, I'm, I have to have it. I can't not have their next pop-up book. Exactly. So I'm going to definitely get my hands on this demo um, as soon as I can, uh, because mm-hmm. I want to. I want to play. Obviously, I want to also uh, participate in the survey to provide feedback because the studio's done a really good job uh, at taking feedback and applying it. So, 
It's really important that we have a, a, any kind of game studio that wants this level of transparency. Um, moving on, though, because we want to get to our next topic. Uh, it's going to be a shorter one. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD coming to Nintendo Switch uh, with its own exclusive set of Joy-Cons and a new control scheme, right? Uh, mm. One of the most overrated and underrated Zelda games ever made. Like, I think initially when the game first was released, it was highly overrated. Uh, mm. But as time passed, uh, it got more and more underrated, right? Like, mm. it was like... It had the reverse Wind Waker effect where everybody hated Wind Waker upon its initial release. Mm -hmm. And then as time went on, you're like, wait, Wind Waker is the best, one of the best games in the series, if not mm -hmm. the best game in the series, right? And then Skyward Sword comes out, critical acclaim, everybody loves it, time moves on, we hate it. I still love this game. It's a good game, earliest story in the Zelda timeline. Uh, the controls really got dated. Uh, it'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see how it plays with the... Uh, with the Joy-Cons, um, because obviously not needing the sensor bar in order to play the game is mm -hmm. really cool. Uh, but for me, I, I'm more of a, I'm more interested in seeing how good the controls feel on you know in handheld mode or yeah. with the Pro Controller, right? Um, mm -hmm. To see to play it a little bit more traditionally, but you know flicking the uh, the right analog stick. It's a, pretty elegant solution uh and it'll make more people drawn to the overall i guess game itself mm -hmm. uh just because you don't have to sit around wa waggling anymore right mm -hmm. uh i am interested to see how they got some of these gyro mechanics in this game um because mm -hmm. those were notoriously bad yeah it, i i never actually fully completed Skyward Sword because it was so miserable Stupid dealing people. with the controls. I just, I couldn't do it. I was, when I was, I was younger, I had a lot of anger issues and I just said, I can't break these remotes. I just have to stop playing. So uh, I never actually completed it. I tried to come back to it. And I'm like, no, I just don't even have the patience to deal <laughs> with this because I got like short, short patience. I've so beaten Skyward Sword yeah. once, but I've never really gone back to it. Not because I of like an enjoyment issue or mostly because it's really hard to replay Zelda games. Mm -hmm. uh, once you've beaten them, there's not a whole lot of incentive to go back to them. Um even with a game as good as Breath of the Wild, I can't find myself playing it again mm -hmm. unless, you know, Breath of the Wild 2 comes out and I want to refresh it, right? That's the only yeah. way I'm going to get back into most games, right? I mm -hmm. Typically, how I do if a sequel gets announced, I'll quickly plow my way through the original just to see how I enjoy it. Um, just to get, like, from that refamiliarize myself with the characters, controls, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. I do want to talk about these Joy-Cons real quick, though, because these are the sexiest motherfucking Joy-Cons. <laughs> I saw the colors, and I saw the designs, and I was like, yo, I haven't bought a pair of Joy-Cons in years. Like, since year two, I haven't bought a set of Joy-Cons. Mm -hmm. I might get multiple pairs of these Joy-Cons just to keep one in box to look, you know, to be pristine, and one for my own personal enjoyment because they look freaking fantastic i love them oh and the colors the colors this 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 uh this palette of blue not available in the states before i think they had them uh on that japanese and it's on nintendo's japanese site mm -hmm. where you could order them in that color palette but the designs 
best looking Joy Cons they've done in a long time. Better than your Animal Crossings, better than your Splatoon, much better than the EV. Let's go. Yeah, they uh, do look really, really nice. Um, I'm not personally a fan, and you know, I have enough Joy Con. I don't need to spend more money on things that drift. Um, I, so I, I'm definitely not too worried about them. The controller I'm excited for is the Monster Hunter Pro Controller. That I need to get a hold of. You know, I still have my launch Joy-Cons, no drift ever. Yeah, same. But some of my newer Joy-Cons are drifting, and it's like, well, why the newer ones drift? So. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's because when I'm playing in handheld mode, I'm, like, very cautious of what I'm doing because I'm clumsy by nature. I will drop my Switch. Or in a fit of anger. Ah! Anyhow, uh, yeah, there were a lot of like uh, cool little uh, reveals in the direct. Uh, so I just want to quickly go over these games. I don't want to yeah. spend a lot of time on them, but I, do, I would like to give some thoughts. Uh, the No More Heroes 3 trailer looked pretty damn good. Um, mm -hmm. It's a little bit of what we saw at the Game Awards. Yeah, um, I don't think there was anything really new. We saw a new gameplay, which was cool. But gameplay, which it was it's it's new gameplay, but it's old gameplay yeah, because it's gameplay we know and love from. Yeah. Touchdown. Exactly, but isn't, that's the good thing, right? Because you know we got Travis Strikes Back, which is and that was not, yeah, it wasn't what we loved for sure. So I mean, and I know I don't think it's a terrible game, but I know a lot of people just didn't it's enjoy Travis Strikes game. Back. It's just so boring. There's not it's such a nothing game. You you hold you hold right, enemies appear. You mash the enemies to death. And you hold right again, and then you exit the level after boss battle, and you learn a bit of the story, and you do it again. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Famicom Mysteries. Uh, I am very interested in these just mm -hmm. because I always like when games that never made it stateside uh, mm -hmm. get, a, get a second life. Uh, Sin and Punishment is one of yeah. those for me, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, we have you know games like Star Fox 2, um, mm -hmm. which never even saw the light of day legitimately. Period, yeah. Yeah. Um, now I'm not a real big fan of the fact that they are they've redone the game, right? Yeah, I it it takes away from like the the experience of experiencing something that we never got. Now I get it. Yes, it's an NES game, super dated. It's not going to look good, but mm -hmm. retro games are in vogue, right? Traditional visuals, right? A yeah. toggle option, OG visuals, new animated exactly. anime visuals, exactly. Yeah. What what what, is, what, is, what franchise do they do that with? Uh, Dragon Quest. Mm -hmm. Dragon Quest got really good at like you know here's yeah. you can play retro you can play you know and in the visual stuff. novel I feel like that works pretty well too because there's no like animations and gameplay you have to rework so, like uh what was the third Mana game that re they re remade uh, recently it was, uh, was it just Trials, Trials of Mana Trials of Mana yeah Trials. they remade that and it's it plays completely differently it plays like how you would expect it to to play. In translated to a new 3D remake, but it's not the original game, and and so I see the argument there, and I think you just should include both at that point because so, it will translate a whole lot better. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really wondering where these games are going to land on the pricing scale, and I'm also mm -hmm. wondering um, their their overall length because yeah. obviously I don't have a whole lot of background with these games. Now I am interested in them in the sense that. Uh, I'm down for any Phoenix Wright style slash, you know, mm -hmm. kind of game that you can put out there um, or Professor Layton style game. Visual novels that aren't romantic, but instead mystery games are it's, always better. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm interested in, in like these games, but not if the price isn't right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like if, if Especially you, if, if they're in, uh, individual games, like 40 bucks 
each is a tough ask. Yeah, I'm, ask I'm, yeah, like these are like twenty five dollar games, 30, 30, 30 max. More than yeah, 30, I would say twenty I'm max, out. honestly. For uh, for individuals, no. <laughs> twenty so, max yeah, for me. They they do look interesting. Uh, but the game mm-hmm. that I really want to just kind of dive into the most in these honorable mentions is Neon White, which is why I switched the order from how you guys see it on screen. Neon White to me, uh, there's a game. And I don't remember what system it was on, um, where you do the parkour. Um, Mirror's Edge? Mirror's Edge, yes. So I'm getting a little – thank you very much. Uh, I'm getting Mirror's Edge vibes from it, but Mm -hmm. also, like, really good first-person shooter mechanics. And something about the plain visuals of the game are really cool to me. And I I like – I kind of like what the story is, right? Like assassins in heaven. Exactly. Yeah, that's right? a cool concept. Yeah, like, I agree. The one place where you think that, you know, an evil thing couldn't exist. Well, yeah. it's like, well, why am I here? Because somebody has to do the dirty work. Right. I like that. That It's, it's cheesy, mm-hmm. but it's also yeah. like, it's dude, that, like, that why good would action that movie kind of cheesy. Exactly. You know? like, it's like, well, it's like, you know, you think bit in a, you know, coming, I'm, I'm Roman Catholic. That's how I was raised. Uh, not, so much religious anymore as it is as it is but um to, you know i've never really got down with like the whole like archangels being like these like tremendous warriors right but you got like this dirty grimy ass assassin i'm like yo mm-hmm. i'm down with this right and then yeah again the mirror's edge vibes that i got from it but it's like mirror's edge on like speed right because like the speed of which the things were happening in that trail is like is that if that's representative of how the gameplay is it if it moves at that clip I'm down for that, right? I, I like mm. it. I like the character designs, like just something very Hades about them, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think they're as good as Hades. No, they're not, definitely not in the, in, yeah. the same sort of feeling for sure. Exactly. So mm. I'm looking at the entire package as a whole, and I'm like, you know, I don't think normally I'd fall for a game like this, right? This is not something I would play. My brother probably would play something more like this, but me, it doesn't really, you know, draw me. But when mm. I see it all in motion and I see the characters and I hear the voice acting and I hear and I and I just see how it looks and that you know that fun cheesy story, yeah, all of that speaks to me like on a very base level. And I'm like, I'm I'm with that. I'm down for that ride. Let's go there. Now, the one thing you haven't talked about that is the most confusing thing to me is that this is a deck builder game, though. It's it's a card game. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing. Okay, right? So Chain of Memories, low key yeah, one of Chain my of Memories. Mm-hmm. Game, right? Low key, such a good game. And I forgot about yeah, that vibe that you get, right? Yeah, that's what so, I compared it to. I'm like, holy shit, like it's Chain of Memories with you know semi modern graphic you know, uh graphic style. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's all it's like mirror's edge meets chain of memories, meets like the Bible in like all the worst ways possible, but in also the best ways possible. Mm-hmm. Let's see how that all that works. And it seems like it's gotta be too complicated of an amalgamation for me. <laughs> like I just I it seems like it's trying to do too many things. Uh I think it looks cool. There's a lot of interesting things. I don't think I'm gonna pick it up. It just doesn't think it's for me because it's trying to do too many things. It also looks like it's an eShop style game, right? It's uh um, for sure. It's it's definitely not like a full fledged game. This is this is like a maybe six to seven hour game. Yeah, uh, easy to get behind and probably low price point. Also, yeah. new IP, right? New IP. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's fun, it's fun, right? It looks fun For to sure. me. So 
I, I'm really down with it. I mean, there just aren't enough fun games in my like lately the games I've played have left emotional scars on my soul. Yeah. Uh, like I've been playing some heavy games and then like I'm still really not over the death of Joel. Oh, yeah, like, last I, of us. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't like I haven't like stepped away from that. It still weighs heavy on me. Mm-hmm. Um so everything I've been playing has uh been like heady content shit and I'm like man I need to step back so I've been playing a lot of Mario to get back into like a happier groove but then I picked Sunshine which (sighs) yeah no I I chose Galaxy first because I needed just like uh, a slow ease into it I guess oh no I I I I beat Sunshine when I was a kid I just don't know how things get progressed to this point (laughs) where I'm like am I this bad at video games now anyway so We've talked about the honorable mentions. What's the big mamma jamma of this Nintendo Direct? What's the game that set my soul on fire? DC Superhero Girls Teen Power. Exactly. Love that damn cartoon. It looks ten times better than Bakugan Chains of Destroy, and I'm fucking pissed. (laughs) It looks so much better than Bakugan does. It is not my cup of tea, but you know, my I've I've seen a few episodes of that show with my niece. Uh, She loves that show, and I guess it's cool that that franchise has gotten to a place where it's they think that they can get in female gamers, but no, not for me. Uh, I hate the voice acting. I hate the fact that they want you to take selfies in that game. I wish I could take selfies in Bakugan. Society has 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 fallen. Oh, it definitely has. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, the big reveal, Splatoon three, right? Mm-hmm. Love it. Love everything I saw. I love the world descended into chaos. Playing off France, dude. Playing off the the fact that Team Chaos won the final Splatfest. Right? We did this before. The whole Callie and Marie thing in Splatoon won that final Splatfest, mm-hmm. and uh, Marie goes bad. And now it looks like cha- the world has fallen into chaos because Team Chaos won the final Splatfest, and that is awesome. That is legitimately awesome. I think the craziest thing about the evolution, I guess, of Splatoon is that Splatoon, in the original Wii U version, it was a fun, squid-based multiplayer shooter with light undertones of post-apocalyptic, you know, atmosphere and things. And all of a sudden, by the time 3 comes out, it's, this is a post-apocalyptic game about squids. It's, it's just post-apocalyptic, and there happens to be squids now. It's yeah. just so over now. Well, you know, the squids are have created a second post-apocalypse. Is essentially in the chaos. Well, that's exactly. not confirmed yet, but that's what Max they're trying Ma- to imply. I think, no, yeah. but no, the Mad Max vibes mm-hmm. that I got from that trail. I was like, yo, this is fucking epic. Also, bow and arrow. Yeah, I can't wait to see how that works because that's like inherently should not work in this game. But they're making it work, I guess. Uh, it'll be an interesting mechanic. You know they're going to start mm-hmm. you off with that, right? Yeah, that's the new starting weapon, which is yeah. insane to me. That might be the weapon for like the entire campaign. That is just like, they don't really, for at least story mode, that's just the weapon you use. Also, I love, can we talk about this for a second? I love the fact that like the actual plaza area is clearly Akihabara. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, wait. So in the post-apocalypse, Wait, d- d- is Nintendo specifically stating that Akihabara resembles something post-apocalyptic? Because 
I looked at that. I freeze framed that trailer so many times. Like, yeah, no, no, that looks like every picture of Akihabara I've ever seen. I don't think it's that they're implying that that is a post-apocalyptic place, but I think it looks very chaotic, right? It's a very chaotic place. There's a lot happening. So it imbues chaotic energy. Right? It looked incredible, though. I, I mm-hmm. just could not. It Dude, there's so many things I love. From Okay, first, create the, the new the new creation mode, right? Like, mm-hmm. the new functions that they had, like the new styles for your, your, your squid. Mm-hmm. The little buddy! Yeah, little buddy's little great. Buddy. We don't know how he works yet, but he's wonderful. And that leads me to, like... So, every time they make a numbered series in this in this uh, franchise, they create an antagonist sort of species. And then by the next game, they have to make that species good in some way. And playable, or in this case, a buddy. And so, the more they go on, they're going to have to keep doing that. And I think it's only just fan outcry right like fans love salmonids they love Ling, so they gave it to us which is one great but also fans keep demanding it they're gonna run out of species eventually <laughs> exactly right no it's, it was very cool though like the fact mm-hmm. that not only do you get a little buddy but he's customizable yeah i love that i was like oh, your sh-. little buddy I was like, not Yo. everyone's little buddy he's your little buddy exactly i was like oh mm-hmm. my goodness this is fan fucking fantastic it is okay now let's talk about obviously it, uh, we stated the new plaza looks like Akibar. Mm-hmm. so i love splatoon 2 but i hate that plaza area right it's mm-hmm. blows it's so small and limited i know in splatoon 1 there wasn't a lot that you could do mm-hmm. in there in that plaza town but it was open and it flowed really well and yeah i would love walking into buildings and doing every little thing i'd go into buildings that i knew like i'd go into the multiplayer building yeah. knowing that i couldn't do anything in multiplayer just because it looked fun right yeah for nothing sure. in splatoon 2 mm-hmm. comes remotely close to that like i know splatoon 2 was a bit of a rush job yeah right it was a bit of a rush job they wanted it launch year for the switch i'm amazed that they got you know the game to be as good as it was which is you know obviously it's better than the first game but yeah they did amazing Mm-hmm. I mean, it got to the point where I, so I agree wholeheartedly about this Platoon 1 Plaza, but I, I just wanted to just go to a menu and just select multiplayer from a menu. I just didn't want the the plaza area. I just wanted a menu. It was that bad in Splatoon 2. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Um, Man, and just the little details too, right? I, mm-hmm. I couldn't stop noticing little things about For the sure. game. Uh, Instead of the platforms jumping off of your own little propeller-based box into mm-hmm. the battle stage. Uh, obviously, there were a lot of... Yeah, where we landed, Squids. Where we landed. Almost Which, like, exactly. Oh, that's so fucking dope. Like, please tell me. You mm-hmm. get to pick exactly where you land at the start mm-hmm. of a match as I far mean, as... As long as it's in your territory. Well, that's sort of my, my next question that... How far is that? So, they... So, typically in Splatoon, the stages are completely mirrored. So... Uh, your opponent's side mirrors uh, your side of the field. But they can change that with this. So instead of sides, you just land wherever, and that's just... That that opens up the stage design to just be whatever you want. It doesn't need to be symmetrical anymore. It can just be a stage. Um, and so I almost hope that it you can just land wherever you want. Obviously, I want it to be limited to your own territory. I wouldn't that's want it to... That's the obvious thing, yeah. Yeah, like... But, you know, some of these maps have been 
very, very big in pretty Splatoon game. Yeah. So as like uh, as long as you can land in within a certain like radius of your um mm-hmm. your territory, that's dope. Um, yeah. Obviously, there were oh, dude. I I was not expecting this reveal. It was yeah. such such a great reveal. But then the goddamn release date, right? Next year, yeah. I mean, I. I kind of didn't think it, it would be too much longer till the next Splatoon, but I definitely didn't expect it this early at the same time because they so they had said that they hadn't started working on it because Multiple they were working times. on Animal Crossing. Exactly. But this is a game that at this point they really can just get out in like six months. They can like not make in six months, but they can get like a very good playable version in six months. They have the engine, they have an established idea and gameplay formula and everything like that. And they can it's like possible. Although, so. yeah, but there's the danger of becoming Call of Duty, right? Yeah. And that's what sure. we we don't want, right? We want Splatoon to have of uh, more mm-hmm. of the Nintendo design or aesthetics and mm-hmm. and quality control that the Call of Duty games just mm-hmm. do not have, right? So yeah. I, uh, this almost feels too soon for me. I would have been fine, right, if Splatoon 2 was the only Splatoon game on the console. Like, obviously, I'd be craving yeah, for a sure. Splatoon game, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's very strange that I, a series that I expected to fall in line with, like, you know, the Marios or the Mario Karts mm-hmm. um, where, or the Zeldas where it's, like, one per uh, console, mm-hmm. I thought Splatoon would fall into that, uh, that same kind of category where it's, like, let's give these rooms, these titles room to breathe. Um, mm-hmm. To see it so quickly blew my mind um now granted by the time it actually comes out it's been five years right yeah. um mm-hmm. so it is i mean that but they made animal crossing between as well but you remember in splatoon one there were three directors in splatoon two they were limited to one director did mm-hmm. one of the other directors because i know the the guy who's working on animal crossing he's worked on animal crossing for years yeah. right Since but the, the other I think. yeah the other two uh, develop, uh, directors didn't have such a big role in Animal Crossing. Did one mm-hmm. of them pick up the reins to direct Splatoon 3? Um, I'm sure they were probably being like brainstorming on the side, but I don't think they, they would have like gone full gong-ho until yeah. they were happy with Animal Crossing. Um, I do, I do also wonder, um, so I guess going back to what you were saying about making Splatoon 3 like Call of Duty. Um, so the, the current trend with modern shooters. So, so I guess one thing I should note is uh, I already see a lot of good new things that. Because uh, the biggest thing that you want in a sequel going forward to make it fresh is just new things. We have a crossbow, we have little buddy, we have uh, the new launchers to launch into the stage. And so already I think it sort of warrants a, a or the three instead of more content for two. But uh, should Splatoon 3 be a live service or at least just the multiplayer aspect of it? Because the, you know, could you make just the multiplayer free to play and maybe have a battle pass for it. That's like the standard. Um, I do not want Splatoon to devolve into Ninjala. But but so so my thing is though is if it becomes a live service, we get unlimited Splatfests, unlimited content. And they just keep updating the same game, and so because after two years, 
Uh, Splatoon 2 stopped getting content. Technically, they still get a couple new things here and there, but Mostly I don't want patches. the new content to stop. If I'm going to be completely honest, I would kind of prefer the live service where I just keep getting new stuff and it's just it's, a permanent live service game. Okay, so I have problems with live service games as a whole in the sense that as cool as live service is, right, expanding mm -hmm. content, it hinders sequelization. We are yeah, still playing fair. Dragon Ball Fighters, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, we've had multiple seasons of the game, right? The game's gotten mm -hmm. better, but it's also gotten worse. Yeah. Right? And like, like, and that's the problem with live services. Like, the more the game changes, mm -hmm. the worse it can be. Sequels allow for experimentation yeah. in a better, safer zone, right? I, I was like, that. okay, so this sequel doesn't work. Like, it's the problem, it's, it's the problem with Fortnite, right? Like, Fortnite, fun game, right? But then they run out of steam, and you, and then by the time they do begin work on a sequel, you've already spent so much time, money, and mm -hmm. effort in that original game. And and the fan base has waned and departed. It, they're not there for a sequel, right? I guess no. You don't build you don't build loyalty to the brand, right? Because it becomes fly by night. Um, I totally see that. Okay. You you again you you lose the the ability to experiment, right? What mm -hmm. what's what the big experiment in in Splatoon two? Salmon Run, right? That's the mm -hmm. big experiment. I love Salmon Run. I wish it was available more frequently. Um, but you can do stuff like that when you sequelize right yeah live service game does some shit like that and a major part of development gets sacrificed and and i just don't want to say i don't want to see these games get worse right they are I, I get that now yeah that makes sense. and and I, that's all i've mm -hmm. seen from live service games like fortnite got worse uh with a lot of additions some additions are so game breaking in fortnite that they remove them out entirely but then you've got that vocal fan base that enjoy that mechanic like being able to pull out the parachute from any jump in fortnite really fun people complained that it broke the game so mm -hmm. then they took they remove it but then the people who enjoy that mechanic are like yo what the fuck right so you've now alienated both groups of people mm -hmm. because that live service is is listening to the talking heads mm -hmm. and, and we can't let development like you know what Fans should have a say in certain things in as far as video games are concerned, but there are ways to do it. Project Triangle uh, strategy. Yeah. Here's a demo. Vote on the things you like. Here's a survey. Did you like this? Did you like this? Bravely Default did it. Uh, you had the character ballot in Smash. Obviously, Octopath Traveler has it. Fan engagement is something that all developers should strive for, but there are certain versions of fan engagement that way they need to shut the fuck out. Could you consider a Splatfest a form of split, uh, fan engagement where they to vote a, for a new feature to a degree, based on yeah. a Splatfest? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. And, and that way, you can't even get mad about it because the mm -hmm. team that has the most players uh, and or the team that, you know, that wins that, that that's the people speaking, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, oh, like, do you want this gun in this game or do you want this roller in the game? They kind of already do that with the final fests where we had Order and Chaos and Callie Marie. Uh, and so it's kind of like that, but you, it's more involved with the development. So, yeah, I, I'd be well, yeah. that for sure. I think, I think Splatoon should stay away from uh, live service. I just don't think that is a valid route for any Nintendo IP to take. Okay. Um, I am interested overall in like, New mechanics, though, and mm -hmm. can, can we bring back the Kraken? 
Can we please yes, bring back the goddamn cracking? I don't know. Uh, I just definitely, I guess the big thing I wanted with the live service was just more uh, updates to the game because they stopped for two years after two. And I just wanted more. Yeah. Honestly, you know, I do wish that Splatfest got some more support or um, mm -hmm. you. I, I would like Splatfest to have modes. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, um, can we get like a uh, Rainmaker um, Splatfest? I mean, they should just do other events besides Splatfest, right? So if they had a Splatfest and then they had a SplatCon or something, right? I don't so, know. And it's just a slightly different – it's a, an event like in the games, but it's a different mode of some kind. Speaking of modes, um, mm -hmm. so obviously we'll, we'll be getting a single-player campaign. But I am highly interested in finding out what that secondary mode is. Uh, we – Salmon Run proved that they can mm -hmm. do secondary modes and do them well. Like, I know Salmon Run is basically just a horde mode. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really good horde mode. Um, it's one of the best that I've played in any game. Um, so I'm excited to see what to look forward to. I hope it comes back mm -hmm. um, with some new enemies. Yeah, uh, they don't have to be salmonids. You can make you can do the horde mode with a new with a new enemy type. Well, uh, are still an enemy, but some of them are good, and the good ones we like. But uh, all of them are good, and we don't like them. And so some of the salmonids are good little buddies, but not all of them. I, you know, I'm my my big worry is <laughs> I'm worried about our idol characters, right? Yeah. What happens to our four idols? Where are Pearl Marina? Where are Callie and Marie? Because we know bad shit happened to Callie and Marie between game one and two. So, I, mean, uh, I think so. Almost. So, how do you how do you feel about this pitch? Right. Uh, in so Splatoon two, we got the Octo expansion. But what if for uh, Splatoon three, we get an alternate timeline DLC where Order wins? That'd be dope. I could I could totally see that. Totally see that. Mm -hmm. Um. We have a comment in the chat that they want male idols. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen that floating around for a while. I think that'd be pretty cool. Mm -hmm, uh, sure. what, what's that? <laughs> you get your uh, Jimin character in Splatoon? I know that's K-pop, but, you know, you get... What, what is the name of that band? That terrible um, band. That, terrible? They're uh, pretty terrible. They're pretty terrible. BTS? Yes, BTS. Yeah, they're yeah. terrible. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. I, like... I'm not saying they don't sing well. I'm just saying that I can't tell if they're a hip-hop group or NSYNC. I can't tell if they're just really, really pretty or robots, honestly. They might just be robots. <laughs> I can totally see them going with male idols, though. I, I, I think it would be a, a fun concept. Obviously, mm -hmm. it, would, it would be a, a cool little turn. Uh, but I want, like, Mad Max costumes for the idols, no matter what gender uh, they are. <laughs> That's I, 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 I mean, that. if we're on Team Chaos, and this, I'm getting very big, like Mad Max vibes from the game. Or, almost like Kiss, like the Kiss makeup would be pretty cool, and like spiked leather jackets. I'd be so down. Oh, I, I do. I, I am a little bit disappointed in the fact that the no new music was highlighted in this trailer. Uh, they retro, they threw mm -hmm. us back to Splatoon One music in this trailer. It's not a, obviously that song is like. That's the that's the theme that you hear that you think Splatoon, but I would have mm. liked to have heard like a new band because that's what we're all really there for. We're all there for the fucking joints, right? Honestly, Any, yeah. Splatoon still, I know best some of the best video game music, and it doesn't have intelligible intelligible 
English or even Japanese words in it. It's just wah, 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 wah. They're just literally saying wah, wah, wah over and over. And it still somehow is better than everything on the radio right now. Same thing with the Fall Guys, yeah. Fall Guys uh, does that really well. Oh, yeah, that's coming to the Switch. Oh, yeah, not, that was in the direct, yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not playing that. I played on the PS4, not a fan. <laughs> I love um, Fall Guys. So excited about Splatoon 3, though. As a whole, everything about that is just yes. Um <laughs> Wasn't expecting another Splatoon game on this console. And I can't believe we're getting another Splatoon game before we're getting a new Mario Kart game. Like an actual oh, sequel. No, a real <laughs> legitimate sequel to Mario Kart. Not an AR toy. Now, granted, that AR toy is dope. Well, I was going to say uh, the mobile game. But yeah, we take that the toy. That doesn't count either. <laughs> like a legitimate 9. Mario Kart 9. Where's that at? Why is Splatoon coming out? before Mario Kart 9. What is happening at Nintendo right now that there isn't a Mario Kart game that we actively know about? Mario Kart Mobile. That's what's happening at Nintendo. No, that game the thing that's making much less money than, than Mario Kart 8. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, anything different about Splatoon that you, you were able to notice in the trailer? Clearly, the bow and arrow, yeah, or the crossbow, it's, it's a crossbow. So that crossbow weapon looks like it's going to be interesting now are we going to have to worry about arcs like when we i shoot? think drop off is going to be a thing with the bow and arrow so it's already so, a thing with uh with the shots in general all of the shots have drop off how significant is it going to be though is it going to be like a wide arc um so or is it going to be a so chargers don't have very little, very much drop off. I think it's gonna be a little bit more drop off than a charger, but it's gonna be able to be like a sniping weapon for sure. Just much of a charger. I just so many, so many things about this trailer have just blown my mind. I've seen it like a million times. I've done everything in my power to like freeze frame every moment of it because it's like, what am I missing? What am I missing? And they were uh, really good about not showing a lot, mm -hmm. right? Now, as far as gameplay goes, uh, we saw a couple new supers. Um, I think uh, they... I, I'm not sure if my eyes were deceiving me. I didn't go and do a freeze frame, but I think I saw Squid uh, change weapons mid-battle, I oh want to say. I, would, I have to go back and look at it again. I didn't it, I didn't catch that if it, if it's a thing. Uh, I was like for two frames, I oh, want to say. Because that would be dope. Because, mm -hmm. uh, again, with the experimentation, dual dual wielding you know users like not dually but actually being able to like yeah. swap between an umbrella and a splatling i don't know oh yes yes they did show that new version of the ink zuka mm -hmm. yeah um, like i said new supers were shown yeah new modes man i can't wait to see whatever new modes they add for the online uh play right uh because we got the oh god what's it called the football mode the clam blitz mm, we clam got clam blitz. blitz yeah can I, i'm hoping for Crazy modes. I don't even care what we do mm -hmm. right now. Give me a fucking I mean, basketball mode now. Yeah, no. So so I want them to actually go back and sort of revise the current modes just a little bit, right? So uh, we have tower control. Add, you know, things attached to the tower, like a turret on the tower or something. Or oh, dude, uh, they changed Rainmaker from 1 to 2. Change it again. Rainmaker is something completely new again. Or, or just bring um, it back to the way it was before because I like the old Rainmaker better. I do too, yeah. Um, and then completely 
give Clan Blitz an overhaul because it's as good of a mode as it is. Um, it, it's not perfect, right? As well as it just it needs a bit more to be a, a bit more fun, right? It's just I don't think it's as fun as other modes. Um, that being said, I like the basketball idea because um, I want sports. I want more of a Rocket League mode because Clan Blitz tries to do that, but it doesn't fully commit to uh, a Rocket League style thing. So like a sport game besides them, it would be really, really cool. So clearly like the story mode has us back on a train, right? Just going through the trailer game. Like, I think it's structured similarly to Octo Expansion. Yes. Uh, I, 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 I keep looking at this trailer. It makes me want to talk about so many new things. Also, there's a plane in the sky. Yeah. I mean, because I think that's just them world building, right? Saying there's, there's a wider world here and we can explore it all one day. Oh, I, I, I'm literally, I'm, I keep going back. What I'm doing right now is going back to, like, the new sniper rifle looks amazing. Ah, dude, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. You get to pick where you land to a degree. That, mm -hmm. That's right there. It's One of the biggest huge. things about Splatoon is I hate it when I get stuck behind mm -hmm. a partner, right? Yeah. Well, now you have knowledge of where they're going to land, and you can go somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that little crab walker thing. Oh, my God. What the hell was that? Was that a sub weapon? That little crab thing? I think that's a sub weapon, yeah. It's either that or it's got to be a super. It's definitely not a main weapon. But I, it looks sub weapon-ish for sure. I was like, oh, my God. There's just so much packed into this trailer. Like, I can't freeze frame this enough to, like, really analyze everything that's going down in this trailer. Oh. I'm, like, dude, excitement dialed up to 15 right now, right? We, we've broken the dial. Mm -hmm. I'm just so amped. I really wish this wasn't a 2022 game because I'm the biggest hypocrite, right? I get mad at developers when they show me stuff before it's like, you know, we're in like mm -hmm. a pretty like significant window of it. But yeah, it is what it is. But enough, guys. We've run out of time for today's show. Yeah, I, I hate to I hate to do it. I know it seems like we're just getting into the groove of things, but we're trying to stay a little bit more focused going forward and i know that last portion of this conversation totally unfocused because there's just so much shit to talk about yeah. and not enough time in the world but we'll be back we're going to try to get back on the uh, the bi-weekly schedule but we will be back sometime this week to talk pokemon uh because this saturday 25th anniversary of pokemon sat uh pokemon day uh there's going to be that virtual concert featuring post malone i don't have thoughts on that that i want to discuss out loud <laughs> but that's the thing that's happening. Uh, there will be some reveals throughout the week. We're going to talk about all of that uh, later this week. That is a guarantee. Uh, aside from that, we got to hit you up with these social media links. You can hit me up on Twitter at nice 93 You can email me at nice 93 gmail.com. You can hit me up at Facebook, facebook.com slash Nintendo Power Zone. If you're a fan of the podcast, we're on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, basically, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are there. Uh, go ahead, Blues. Hit him up with the social media links. Yeah, you can follow me at the King Blues on Twitter. Uh, blues, as always, spelled B-L-O-O-Z. All right. And last but not least, if you're enjoying the music that you're hearing, that's done by former uh, co-host of this show, Mara After Party, a.k.a. Chris Shaver. His music is available on Spotify. You can download this or you can stream this song on Spotify. You can download it on iTunes. Wherever you buy your music, you can download our theme song, The Power Zone. Thank you guys so much for watching. And remember to stay fresh. Deuces! <laughs>